So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 57 for... June 5th, 2016. I almost messed that one up. Uh, with me this week, we have Andrew Oroa McFain. Yeah, buddy. And I am Nathan Reeton Spruth. So, uh, Oroa, what games mm-hmm. have you been playing? Oh, nothing, because you're worthless. Well, um, I mean, I haven't played anything extensively. No, that's definitely true. I bought uh, one game recently what'd you buy uh i'm trying to it's got a fucking really stupid name so i'm trying to open it let's go to how do i do recent there we go it is called mala malabolgia 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 it's something like it i don't know it's like um it's like an indie dark souls oh Um, okay okay kind of neat but you can't uh, play the it. whole. What do you mean? Or you haven't? Or you haven't played it? I played it for fifteen minutes. Oh, oh! Did you beat the game? No, um, I died, and then it sent me back, so I lost all of my progress. And I went, "All right, not feeling like this right now," and then quit it, and then hadn't played anything else this week. Oh, so it's Other a than... Dark Souls game. Good, good. Yeah, I watched my girlfriend play Euro Truck Simulator Two. Oh, God. (laughs) And, like, I forgot that there are internet radio stations in that game. Oh, there are? And Yeah. You can, uh, whenever you open the the music thing, you can either play music from that's local on your hard drive, or you can uh, do internet uh, streaming, you know, radio stations. And the streaming stations aren't, like, it's not like three random things or like it, it, it's not like you have to manually put them in. Like it has this huge list of radio stations from all over the world and like you can just jump between them. And there were there were a couple that I actually remembered that I used to listen to um, back at my parents place. Uh, my TV had a tune in radio built in. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the the app and website, um, and I used to listen to this French metal station all the time, and it was it was in the in the game, and it was really fucking cool. That's pretty neat. Um, yeah. Do now do they have like actual radio stations or just internet radio? It's just internet radio. Oh, okay. So they don't have like you. I think it would be neat if. Because I'm sure they do like mo like uh, there's a radio station around here that you can listen to in your web browser. Yeah, uh, it'd be neat if as you drove through different areas, you had access to different radio stations. That would be pretty cool because I bet they could leverage like I wouldn't be surprised if TuneIn had a uh, like an API where you could find radio stations that are local to particular places. And then just as you go through the different locations, just basically look up uh, where different radio stations are located and attach them to different locations that are out there. That'd be yeah. neat. Yeah. 
So anyway, uh, have you, so you haven't played anything else though? Uh, no, sir. Okay. So I've been playing the same games I played last week, Rocket League and Overwatch. Um, Overwatch, I was playing last night with Parallax Abstraction. He was doing his uh, 24-hour uh, live stream uh, extra life charity thing. <clears throat> oh, I didn't realize that it was 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's been up for 36 hours or something. I thought you were exaggerating. No. No, I wasn't. Wow. <laughs> uh, and well, we were talking last night, and I want you to tell me if this is a good idea. You know those blue, like, cake things that you put in the back of toilets? I don't know what they're yes. called. I don't know what they're called. I mean, they're they're. I don't know what they're called either, honestly. No, no, I don't think anyone does. I don't think they're actually called anything. They're just they're just the the things you put in the toilet to make it smell better. Yeah, and kind of keep itself clean. Um, and it turns the water blue sometimes. Yeah, I like that. I like the blue. Yeah. Uh, we were talking last yeah. night, and we thought of a a great idea because they. I looked around. They do not have any other color than blue. Really? Uh, not as far as I can tell. I mean, there might be like some brand that that's a slightly different color. But are you saying like like various colored? Yeah, like green, options. Green, blood red, yellow. Like, yeah, I, yellow would be kind of funny. But um, <laughs> see, that would be a good idea because I'm sure people would at least buy that up for the novelty of it. Totally. Yeah, people buy dumber things for novelty. So, so we got to start this. Uh, first off, we need to figure out what they're called. That'd be nice. <laughs> and start a Kickstarter. I don't know. I don't know what they would be called, but you could probably just call them like toilet drops. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just give, uh, just give them a clever name. Yeah, and we need the need like multicolored toilet drops. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I mean those are the only games I've been playing. Uh, Parallax Abstraction is apparently very impressed on my hook accuracy with Roadhog because it's <laughs> it's usually like 65%. Um, and that's about it. I mean, I haven't really... Oh, wait, no. No, that's a lie. I did play for about 15 minutes on my... Well, my brand new, but it's an old TurboGrafx-16. I played Keith Courage in the Alpha Zones. All right. Uh, the pack-in game for TurboGrafx-16? No? I'm not nothing? as old as you. <sighs> I, mean, I know what a TurboGrafx-16 is. Come on. I've, at least, I've never... At least feign entrance, interest. I mean, I've never played one, so was it cool? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird game. Like, it starts out as a weird platformer. Like it's just a kind of a normal platform with kind of shitty controls. And then you go into a house and the guy's like, Hey, when you get to the tower or something, when you get to the uh, hut, press up at the hut. And I was like, okay. And you go to the hut at the very end of the stage and you press up and a rainbow comes down and transports you to the underground, which you are then in a mech fighting people. Well, that sounds fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after you're done doing that and you fight the boss, you go back into the normal world and walk around and grind and then go into the mech again. 
So huh. it's uh it's probably going to be my next review. I need to get a I need to get the AV cables for it because the Turbo Graphics doesn't have audio video cable the the composite cables built in. You have to buy an adapter for it. Yeah. And uh but but that I got one for like 20 bucks. So that's fine. And then well, and just so you know, the the normal the turbo booster is like sixty bucks. So buying the turbo booster, yeah, they came out with so they because the turbo they graphics wanted the turbo graphics thirty two x. Well, no, so they wanted okay. the the turbo graphics to be cheaper. So what they did was instead of putting uh, composite cables in it, they just made it so that you have to use an RF cable or whatnot, the coax, and then. Uh, you bought something called the Turbo Booster for like twenty or something, but twenty or so bucks, and it had a little bit of memory in it, so certain games you could like save to, and then it also had the output for the video cables. But because mm-hmm. only two point four, two point five million Turbo Graphics game or consoles had been sold in the United States, Turbo Boosters are extremely rare, so they're mm-hmm. anywhere from sixty to a hundred bucks. Uh, you can also alternatively get the CD add-on, but that usually runs uh, 150 to 200 dollars as well. But it does have uh, composite out. So yeah, yeah, and they come on those little hue cards. You ever see those? Hue cards. Hue cards. H U cards. They're like a. Uh, basically like a credit card you just stick in there oh it's pretty neat oh yeah i actually have seen these before i never knew what they were called yep they're called hue cards uh yeah so i'm excited that's probably gonna be my next review is uh keith courage in the alpha zones but it might not be for a while because i'm trying to move so we'll see how that goes are you actually you're actually going through the process now i'm well a uh, little bit of backstory. Uh, last week, my roommate put in my roommates put in their notice for a month, and this week, our landlord was supposed to call my female roommate and say, "Hey, I," uh, or tell say whether he was going to rent the house to me or if he was going to make me move or what. And he he's really flaky, so he never called, and we can't get a hold of him. So there's almost no, I I don't know and what to do basically. And so I'm just looking for another place to rent because if he calls me in the middle of the month, it's like, Hey, you need to move out. But my roommates are moving out at the beginning of next month. I can't pay rent because I can't afford $1,100 in rent. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just looking for another place just to be safe. I see. And he might raise the rent too. We don't know because he hasn't called us back to tell us what he's going to do. So it's going to be easier to just leave. Uh, anyway, let us go and talk about something else. Let us talk about TeamViewer. Now, Obro, what is TeamViewer? TeamViewer is a delightfully useful application 
basically, you can install it on two machines and then control one machine with the other uh, remotely. It requires extremely little configuration and shut up and is uh, probably the best solution on the market uh, for that sort of thing. I, I have it installed on pretty much every computer and device that I use. And like, it lets me help my grandma out from, you know, 40 miles away. And it lets me do anything on my home computer from work. Right. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. So what's the problem? Uh, so the company is denying it, but it's becoming increasingly obvious that, uh, Dagdun got hacked. Oh yeah. Um, pretty hardcore. Um, to the point that even people that had two step verification, uh, which are, well, two factor authentication, I think is what now the standard name for it is. Uh, but basically what, what, what two-factor authentication is, if you don't know what that is, is that whenever you log in with your password, it also sends you a text message or you have to use an app on your phone to generate a key that lets you log in for realsies. Right. Uh, it's, to, it's to save you from if your password gets stolen, they still can't get in because they, need, they would basically have to be holding your phone in their hand right, right. To, uh, <clears throat> to get in. So even people that had that protection were seeing literally their mouse move across their screen and do things on their computer without, without any, any knowledge that, you know, this was going to happen. Yeah. Somebody took over Um, their computer. Yeah. And this is like what things in movies like, like, like to like to say that hacking used to be, is what was actually happening to these people. And uh, people were getting their, their bank accounts drained because what the most common thing seemed to be was that uh, the hackers would, uh, you can do file sharing through TeamViewer. So you can send uh, this really, really nice, honestly, uh, password dumping utility for browsers where, um, Apparently, neither Chrome nor Firefox actually, whenever they save your passwords, neither of them actually save your passwords in an encrypted format, even if you put a password on your passwords. Oh. So they were uploading this program that dumped your passwords and then taking that, and then they'd go on to usually like PayPal and try to log in as you and then transfer all of your money to them. Yeah. Um, and since a lot of people that use PayPal have their PayPal attached to a bank account because you have to, to like use eBay. Right. Um, like people were getting their bank accounts drained. Like again, Hollywood movie style hacking here. Um, luckily f- most of the stuff that I've read on that people are getting their money back because uh, PayPal is getting a ton of reports like this. Oh yeah. But, but this is terrifying. <clears throat> and yeah. all the while team viewers saying it's not our fault. We didn't do anything wrong. Um, 
the only thing that they'll admit was that there was a uh, denial of service, a DDoS attack on their DNS servers, which basically the the whole team viewer service went down for like a day or maybe a few hours. Yeah. That's the only thing they've admitted to. Um, the whole hacking thing they're saying is because uh, LinkedIn and MySpace got the, their passwords all dumped recently. And um, they're, they're saying that people are reusing their passwords uh, from those websites in TeamViewer and they don't have two-factor authentication turned on. So that's what's, ha- that's what's happening to them. They don't have any kind of explanation for all the people that do have two-factor authentication turned on. Uh, but yeah, so this is a really big problem. And it's really fucking scary because especially for people like me where I don't lock my computer, I didn't lock my computer at home. Um, so basically if somebody got on to team viewer on my computer while I was gone, I wouldn't have any way of stopping them right, uh, right. from doing whatever they wanted. After I heard about this, I immediately locked my computer at home through team viewer, ironically, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still scary because you could potentially even without having direct access to the machine, if you can upload a file, you could put something into the startup directory or whatever that would basically, whenever the computer turned on, it did something that you wanted it to do. Like this is still a massive compromise for everybody that has this on their machine that was set for unattended access, which is going to be a lot of, of people, especially technically minded people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is like the worst thing that could possibly happen to a remote so uh, I, control app. So I, nothing happened with me. Like I checked all my bank accounts, everything's in order. My PayPal, I, I checked that and there seems to be no weird issues with it. Like nothing like that happened to me. Um, but I did notice that about a week ago, I started getting people trying to add me as contacts. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that's not fucking happening. <laughs> like, Yeah, a lot of people are reporting that they're getting a ton of random ad requests on TeamViewer, which is, I mean... Which is an indication it, it, that somebody has your email address. Yeah, they have either your email address or your TeamViewer username, something like that. Yeah. And that's that's... Still terrifying, right? So, uh, if you have, if you're listening and you have Team Viewer, highly doubtful. I would say uninstall at least for now off of all your computers. Um, right now, the only thing I can really use is the Chrome Remote Desktop thing, and that thing is balls. Uh, you can also use Splashtop. See, I've um, tried that's pretty that. Much. I've tried it, but like, it's it's a little weird. It's bad. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I meant. Two, yeah, you have to use two different applications because uh, they have a server application and then they have an access application. Yeah. And it's retarded. And also, like, their iOS apps aren't lined up with their Android apps in terms of feature parity. And it's not like TeamViewer, where TeamViewer also has that problem, but it's that there are some things that literally aren't possible on iOS that are on Android. So they oh, have okay. some extra things in there because like you can also 
I think it's only available for enterprise customers, but you can also team viewer into an Android phone. Unattended. Yeah, but it's like a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's- Which that's another big deal is that this is enterprise software. Like there are companies that are having to deal with this right now. And that's really fucking scary. Yeah, I tried getting my um I actually it was ironically about a month ago. I wasn't actually going to get him to do it, but we have uh digital signage. Do you know what that is? Is that like Oh, is is that the uh the thing it, where like you use a computer to power a TV? Basically, but ba- what it is is like you know when you're walking through like big corporate companies and they have uh like things on the TVs that are like, here are stats and here's some quotes from the CEO and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so I've always they, wondered how that works. Yeah, so uh, it's it's different. Uh, they used to have just like digital signage, like you had to buy hardware and then they gave you software and it was big pain in the ass. Uh, oh, yeah. And they're kind of moving into just, you know, having an Android device run a web page basically. And well, it's not a web page, but you you set it up, and then it kind of just feeds into the different Android devices. Uh, you can do Android, iOS, or Windows, or whatnot, and Linux, I guess. But anyway, so we have our Android devices running that digital signage software, and Brian really wanted it so that I could do unattended access into those from my computer, so that way, if something goes wrong, I can mess with it and fix it without having to walk out into the shop and fix it. And uh, so I saw that team viewer had the unattended access and, but it was, you know, $1,500 or something like that. And okay. so I was like, yeah, you could pay that. And he's like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, fine then. I mean, that I'm like, that's the only way we could do it. There's no other application that offers unattended access with yeah. an android device which is it's a praise for team viewer but when something like this happens i mean i can understand yeah you're gonna get ddos people are gonna do that but you need to have strong firewalls and security it's not like you're a little manufacturing company in the middle of podank oregon you are yeah. a giant corporation across the entire world and yeah like these guys are based in germany and yeah. they're pretty much the number one in what they do. Because, like, yeah, Splashtop exists, but as we just explained, they're trash. Or uh, so. l- uh, Let Me In 1, 2, 3. Uh, yeah. Uh, l- what is it? Log Me In? Is log the, is log the Me In. Log Me In, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, they're, they're what my company uh, uses for some stuff. Uh, but we literally don't tell anybody, but we use like the trialware version of everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we, that's what we used at my, uh, last job. And we actually paid the license for it, I think. Um, or not my last job, the job before last, but yeah. Um, I was also, um, the, uh, as a solution for what you were just talking about, you could install a VNC server on each of those Android devices. Can you? Yes, and you can just leave that. You can just leave that running, and then just connect via VNC. That's what I would do. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll I'll take a look at that. You could potentially even getting um, VNC running is a pain in the ass, though. It's a little annoying, um, but like 
it's really it's about the best you can do without like having root access on the devices because if you had that i'm willing to bet you could like ssh into them probably um but even then like i don't even know what you'd be able to do through that i've never tried that but there are definitely vnc servers that run on android that you could use and speaking of vnc if you happen to be somebody that uses team viewer and you don't want to use splash top for whatever reason, or you don't trust splash top because that's kind of part of my deal. Um, VNC has existed for eons. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's, it's nowhere near as user-friendly as, as this or splash top, but like but it works, it works. And if you do it right, which is complicated you can make it more secure than team viewer well and 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 you have stuff like a real vnc i think it's what it's called and that's a little easier to set up Uh, yeah you do have uh something like that that's backed by a corporation yeah and you can you can use stuff like that but it's still like to access stuff over the internet you essentially have to have a uh a vpn right connection And that's that's where a lot of people are going to are going to run into problems, especially if, you know, you're not technically minded, in which case just use splash top and, and pray that, uh, you know, nothing ever goes wrong. With well, that. Or just I, use or I, just use Google remote desktop because that actually is secure. Yeah, it, it's secure. It runs like shit, though. It, it does. And like I was helping my grandma out on her Chromebook through a remote desktop and randomly the mouse cursor would stop responding and then just slowly move in a random direction for a little while. And I, I seriously thought that she was just like, she had like her hand resting on the table and like was just moving the mouse and she didn't realize it or something, but she was like, my hands are away from the table. I'm not doing anything. And yeah, it's, it's a little buggy, but it's, It's secure in that there is no unattended access kind of thing. Like you have to be on the phone with the person or, or get a text from them to get their access code so right. that you can get there. Right. Like you need something like that. But Well, you can set up unattended access. Um, on Chrome Remote Desktop? Yeah. Base, well, kind of. So my computer, like I can log into that. Like I have the pin for my, my server. Or whatnot. Like I set up the pin. I have it for my server, and I can log in to my server the one time, and then after I log into it, I'm able to just keep logging into it. But you have to sign in with my Gmail account, which has two-factor authentication. Oh, okay. That's all right. I was yeah. confused there. It was like you can you can do that. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. All right, it's attached to your Google account. That's yeah. why I can. Yeah, she has her own Google account, so I was like, I don't understand. Right, but if somebody's coming in and they don't have my Google account information and they can't get it because I have two-factor authentication, then they're boned. Right. So, uh, basically, rule of thumb here is until TeamViewer fixes their stuff, I would give it a month or two. Um, I would just wait. <laughs> don't use TeamViewer. Uh, yeah. use, use something else or just don't. I kind of have to to remote into my server uh, just to update Rust and everything. But other than that, 
like I was just like un- uninstall TeamViewer and use Chrome remote remote desktop. Uh, let's let's, let's move on. Let's move on to some more <laughs> bad news. Yeah. Uh, Mad Cats has lost one. Nope, sorry, wrong. <laughs> more than that. Eleven point <laughs> six million dollars in the last year because of Rock Band Four. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Rock Band Four. I actually like the game. Uh, I'm sure Roa does too. I love it. Yeah. Um. The problem with it is it didn't do as well as anyone hoped it would. No. Uh, Rock Band 4 had... It sold, what, 400,000 copies? I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to pretend that I've looked at the sales numbers. I think, I think they were projecting that it would sell at least double what it did sell. Mm, that's and, painful. And Mad Cats was kind of riding on... So if you don't know what Mad Cats is, they are a peripheral company. They made all the... the uh, the drums, the guitar, all that for Rock Band 4. And I think all the other Rock Band games. And they were kind of banking on making money off of Rock Band 4 because they kind of don't have anything else. They have uh, that, Flight Sticks, and f- Tournament Fight Sticks. But people who buy Tournament Fight Sticks, A, they're not buying a new Fight Stick every month, and B, uh, it's a very limited market. Yeah. Um, so what they decided to do was throw everything into making these these rock band guitars and drums and all that jazz, which makes sense because they were hoping that they would sell more. Uh, it didn't work. And I know that about a year. So in oct- October of last year, when Rock Band 4 came out, their stock was worth 70 cents a piece. Not a great amount, but still okay. Still a penny stock. Now they're at 19 cents a piece. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, so they have lost over 50 cents in the last seven or eight months uh, because they rode with trying to get Rock Band so if you have, uh, honestly, if you have Mad Cat stock, I know it sounds weird. Um, I would hold on to it because they're probably going to go back up at least to thirty cents. Eventually, I would hope. eventually. Yeah. Um, if you don't have Mad Cat stock and you're thinking about investing like twenty or thirty bucks, why not buy Mad Cat stock? It could see like a AMD revival. Yeah, yeah, um, you could. You could get a hundred and fifty percent return on investment, like me. Yeah, I oh man, I should have I should have done it. <laughs> See, I actually yeah. made so I made a double. I, I made double on AMD. Uh, yeah, because I bought it. Well, I bought it like a little under one or a little under two dollars, and it went over three dollars, and so I made about fifty, hundred fifty percent. Um, well, no, fifty percent profit, not hundred fifty. And then it went back down to uh, $1.83, and I was like, okay, uh, I don't have enough money to put on there right now, but uh, if it goes down anymore, I will I will put it on there. And then it went, it started going up a little bit, and I was like, eh, I'll wait. And then it jumped, just one day it just jumped up to $4. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? And now it's at 4.67 or something like that. 
I I don't know. Did I you did you sell it? it? No. No, okay. No, I just I just stopped keeping track of it because I'm I'm just gonna hold on to it until at least they uh they announce their new range of graphics cards and then like whatever whatever comes of that will determine whether or not I hold on to it just well, because their, their graphics cards and their processors, both of which are supposed to be um pretty good. I honestly if I were you I would hold out until they released their graphics cards and processors. Yeah, yeah, because, that's what that's yeah. Or at least wait like a week or two uh, after, because what will most likely happen. This is Nathan's stock tips. So what will most likely happen is when they announce it, and they say, "Oh, you know, they're going to be able to do this and this and this." Their stocks can go up a little bit, and then they announce the CPUs. Their stocks can go up a little bit, and then they'll release them, and the stocks can go up a little bit. And then they're going to realize that every all of them are kind of shit compared to Intel and <laughs> NVIDIA, and the stock's going to drop again. So mm-hmm. <laughs> most likely just wait a little bit and then it, and then sell it probably in a, like a, about a couple weeks after. Um, <clears throat> those are the only two stocks I really know anything about. Also, MRO. I know about MRO, and that's a pretty decent stock, but um, I made I made a little bit of money off that. About, uh, it went from seven dollars to thirteen, I think. It's what it's at now. So I made a bit of money off that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Mad Cats. I hope they don't die. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since I have stock in Mad Cats. It's only I only have like ten stock in or yeah ten pieces of stock in Mad Cats, but they're st- called shares, Nathan. <laughs> Yeah, shares. Shares. <laughs> I have those. I am part owner of Madcats. Um yeah. <clears throat> Oh, we could also talk about that, but do you want to talk about that? Game Loft? Oh. I mean we could mention it, I guess. Yeah, just an aside, we're not actually gonna do a whole story. Uh until they start to acquire Ubisoft. Yeah, that that's when I'll care. Yeah, so GameLoft, I don't even know what the hell GameLoft is. I think it's a, like a mobile they're, developer. Yeah, they're, they're a mobile developer that have pretty much made their name off of copying AAA franchises and just turning them into mobile ripoffs. And supposedly they do a pretty decent job at it because they've got a Call of Duty, they've got a Halo franchise, uh, they're supposedly working on uh, some kind of like some some popular franchise that like isn't going. They they've specifically said we're not making a mobile game, and then GameLoft came out and said, "Well, we're gonna do it." <laughs> I think it was Star. It was Starcraft. Oh, okay. Uh, they're make, they're making a Starcraft ripoff. And they're like, they were this like, is this is Stardraft. They didn't even. <laughs> they they were like so not even trying they, they were just like yeah this is basically blizzard's not making starcraft for tablets so we're making starcraft for tablets it sounds it sounds kind of like there was a uh usually you're you're it's gonna go into wrestling here so usually when somebody leaves the wwe wwe trademarks the names so uh there was a wrestling promotion that they ran exactly one event one single pay-per-view 
and uh they're like instead of like calling uh you know yokozuna just like zuna or something like that they're like formerly yokozuna and the wwe i'm like that i don't know if that i don't think that's legal still i think they still can sue you for that yeah well I think if you if you say it that way, it probably is kind of like uh, fair use kind of thing where you're because uh, you can you can say something as long as you're referring to the fact that it's like owned by somebody else or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of like how we talk about big brand name companies, and like we're not going to get sued for saying the names of them. Oh, okay. Or like or like how you can do a news report on the Super Bowl kind of deal. Oh yeah, but you can't actually use the word Super Bowl on something you're gonna make money off of. Yeah, like we can't make a YouTube. Like honestly, sadly, it's weird. We can't make a YouTube video and talk about the Super Bowl because they could actually sue us for it. Yeah, and it's, that's that's such a real possibility because, like, the NFL. I want to say the NFL. Like, did they? I think they threatened to sue somebody for like actually trying to tape the uh, the Super Bowl one year. So or actually, like... so so here's the deal, and this is weird that I know this. There was a guy who, so they don't have Super Bowl one. Like they don't have the the original tape for Super Bowl the first one. Huh. What happened was uh, they basically the. In the when did it start? Like, I, I don't know. yeah. So when it when it started, it wasn't as huge as it is now. But for some reason, in the eighty or seventies and and before, they were retarded and were like, "Oh, oh, we don't need this tape. We don't. Let's not keep this. Let's just go have a fire with it." Same thing <laughs> happened with Doctor Who. And so a lot of that stuff is lost. They have been able to kind of scrounge up bits and pieces and kind of edit it together to be the full game of Super Bowl One. But apparently, there was a guy who his dad had taped the entire Super Bowl, almost. Um, he he would pause it for commercials and like re uh, and start it back up when the the when it started airing again. And they decided, or and so he had most of it. He had more footage of the Super Bowl than the NFL does, and he wants to sell it, but he cannot legally sell it to anyone except the NFL. Yeah, because it's their property, apparently. So he wants to sell the footage to somebody, but they're only offering him like fifteen grand because they know that they're the only buyers. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, that's that's that story. Uh, and I, I, they might have tried to sue him at some point, but I don't think they can legally sue him for taping the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, it, I, I think I'm, I'm getting confused, but I know that they tried, they tried doing something about the fact that like people can oh. get copies. So he was going to let um. Uh, a news station air it for like ten thousand dollars i think oh air part of it like they were going to use a clip from it or something and the nfl was like no 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 you can't do that yeah you can't 
No. I, I mean, mean that I, would be like that would be like taping a TV show and then selling that to a news station or or somewhere like Yeah, I I, I, get, I, I, get, I get I get that. What I don't get is like having to cling on to the Super Bowl brand and and going, nope, you can't even say it in commercials or, or we'll fuck you. Yep. It's like, uh well it's kinda like a um and we're getting way off topic, but yeah, com- no shit. I, I don't care. Uh, comic books. Um, Captain Marvel. You hear? You do you know about this story? I know who Captain Marvel is. That's about it. So Captain Marvel is a character from DC Comics, and he's yeah, basically he's basically a kid, and he says Shazam, and he turns into Captain Marvel. And apparently they had that and they decided, eh, well, it's not selling very much. We're going to just stop printing this comic. And after the Captain Marvel um, trademark basically got lost from DC, uh, Marvel, the company, were like, we're going to create our own Captain Marvel and take this IP. And so they created a really, really bad comic book uh called Captain Marvel. And they the only reason that they printed this comic book was so they could keep the IP. Hmm. And so when you see a uh, comic book that's for the real Captain Marvel, or when he's in a movie, or when he's in a TV show, they call him Shazam instead of Captain Marvel. Oh. So that's why instead of being labeled as Captain Marvel comic books, they're called Shazam. Because that's the only and the only reason why uh Marvel, the company, owns Captain Marvel name is because every few years they'll release a really shitty comic <laughs> on purpose to keep the name. Yep. That's that's that story. So we should move on <laughs> uh, to another thing. It doesn't have actually. This has to kind of go along with it. Uh, so Halo is a is a name that's owned by, or Halo the video game series is owned by Microsoft. Everyone knows yeah. that, uh, and they license it out kinda to they they have the studio which is three four three Industries. Before that, they had Bungie, uh, who made Halo. And there, people have been developing a PC port of it, but of course they can't call it Halo, so they call it Installation Zero One, the PC exclusive Halo game. Um, and apparently it it seems like, according to this headline, uh, it seems like Three Four Three Industries is okay with it. Um, that's not surprising. Yeah, so Installation Zero One is a Halo fan game being made by 30-plus Halo lovers working from around the world. It aims to be an artistic tribute to Halo. Our goal is to recreate the multiplayer experience of the Halo games and for gamers to enjoy an amazing Halo experience worldwide on Windows, Macintosh, and Linux computers. Um, It did start a long time ago. I think they won it out in about six months. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm trying to find out that. So you talk, and I will I will continue to look. Well, it's kind of funny that this uh, this is happening 
because uh, it was announced, I think, today or maybe yesterday that uh, a dev studio that's been working on a game based on a leaked Battlefront 3, Star Wars Battlefront 3 prototype, um, their game has officially been signed on with Valve to be released on Steam through Steam Greenlight. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, like, Valve is 100% behind them and doesn't think they're going to get sued out of existence because they're they're not actually calling it, you know, Star Wars Battlefront 3, even though they literally on their website say, this is based on Star Wars Battlefront 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, they... Uh, they're, I don't remember what it what it was called. Let me go on. Now you I can, posted it, and, and and see the funny thing is they they can technically make these games because uh or make these games because they don't use the names. Uh, we reported a while back on the uh, that Star Wars Kickstarter. Do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> that was that was not the way that you do it. It was not well, in, that, that one was that not was in. <laughs> That one was not inspired by Star Wars. That they, the guy's like, yeah, I'm gonna make a Star Wars game. I'm gonna be Star Wars. <laughs> like Disney's like, uh, no, no, you're not. <laughs> Do you see these yeah. lawyers that we have on retainer? Yeah, they're gonna sue the shit out of you. Uh, yeah. So uh, the game's called Galaxy in Turmoil. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's directly based on the leaked fr- functional prototype of Battlefront 3, which I have, but I can't play it because I don't have a functional Xbox 360. Dang it. Oh, well. Would it Now, would it actually work on an Xbox 360 or does it need to be modded? You'd have to mod it, of course. Now, they didn't have like a PC version? Not that has been released that is available to me, at least. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if one has come out, but there is a, there is a cooked uh, Xbox 360 version sitting on my hard drive, right alongside the uh, June 2015 uh, beta copy of uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh, do you have a, a dual labor DVD burner? Yep. Oh, okay. I have pirated uh, 360 games in the past. It's just that the the Xbox that I used for the pirating purposes don't no longer functions. It red ringed. Oh, you can fix that though. You just you take wrap a towel around it. No, no, Bataroa. (laughs) You actually what you do is you take it apart and you you just basically resolder it. Yeah, I I well wait, that depends. Yeah, that's because true. yeah, that only works sometimes because yeah, you can rerun the uh, the little solder ball things in the CPU like because uh, that's that's what fixed my PS3 for a while. Yeah, um, but not. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but it's just not. It's just not worth it. Not I'd worth rather it. go. I'd rather hit up one of the local pawn shops and pick one up for like forty bucks. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> So are you I want to play this. I want to play this Halo game. Yeah. Like a, a, any kind of PC Halo game. I mean Uh I mean whatever. I'm looking I'm looking at the screenshots and it looks pretty good. I mean watch this. They've got this video. And I will uh, talk. Uh I'm looking at the the screenshots and they are totally ripping off Halo. 
Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, though, that's blatant. Holy shit. <laughs> that's that's just the assault rifle. And that's just the SMG. Holy shit. Well, and that's... the character and the character models, it's just like, oh, that's Yeah. That's they take a... damage and they, they glow yellow. Like that is a less detailed version of Master Chief. That's all that is. Yeah, that's that's uh, like Halo One Master Chief with no head. This, this model that's spinning <laughs> around here. Yeah, like holy shit, that's it looks, all right. It looks great. I like it. I like the blatant stealing of the of the aesthetics. The project, there. according to this, the project is entirely legal, as the developers of the game are following Microsoft's game content usage rules. Everything in the game is fan-made, nothing is taken from the original Halo games, and the game is completely free. So as long as no money is going to be earned or requested by the developers of the game, and it's a pure passion project, they are totally cool. But you can donate! Can you? I don't know, maybe. Uh, yeah, um, that's actually... Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's that's so cool. No, I don't, I don't know if they're actually taking donations i was just saying uh or looking at it that's usually but... what happens is they'll they'll be like oh you can donate for it though oh they're uh, actually partnered with 343 yeah i thought I, I thought it said or i read that but i i couldn't find it in this article that i have um yeah they're partnered with 343 like they're working together oh yeah it says the developers behind this free game has announced that they are now officially affiliated with 343 industries community forums which is now hosting the official forums. So that's pretty huh. cool. Uh, installation is a one hundred per or installation zero one is a one hundred percent free fan Halo game and artistic tribute to the series. The above video is our latest trailer. It's actually below. Uh, also check out our new website installation zero one dot We're very proud to announce our official partnership and affiliation with 343 Industries. They'll be hosting our forums uh, and complete. it's completely legal. We are currently having, uh, we're currently following the rules set forth by Microsoft. Uh, no content has been ripped. You already mentioned that. Our goal is to bring a unique Halo multiplayer experience to Windows, Mac, and Linux. It will contain elements from multiple Halo games. Uh, toggle, to uh, you can toggle the sprint, toggle a bull, uh, the release date is roughly five months from now. This depends on a lot of who joins our team. We are currently looking for experienced and or talented team members. I'm just going to mention, uh, it turns out this was some misreporting by Overclock 3D. Uh, oh. The, the Installation 01 official Twitter has said, hey, we're excited over your excitement, but uh, we want to clarify we are not partnered with 343. We're sorry for the confusion. They're not partnered? I don't, I don't think they said they're a partner. They're affiliated, like they're hosting their forums. Uh, at, oh, uh, it's because Overclock 3D, at, at the bottom of the article, they uh, they mentioned their tweet that says Installation 01 now, has now officially partnered with uh, 343 Industries. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was just a matter of they can't actually say that, even if it is a thing where they're... Uh, yeah, they're affiliated with them because they're using their forums, but they're not actually their partners because that would imply revenue, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or at least that it would... Yeah, there's, there, there's something, some kind of legal hoo-ha about that, so... Uh, so I'm excited. I'm I'm probably going to play that game. It looks good. 
I mean, yeah. it looks it looks like a not very pretty Halo game, but it looks good. Is it being built in Unreal? It looks like Unity. Yeah. But hey, Unity. Unity's Unity's come a long way, man. Like, I know, but if you it's... were talking, if you're talking about Unity three, I'd be like, yeah, but like they they've come quite a long way. A lot of really good games are on Unity now. That's true. Uh, I, a I lot just... of really shitty games are on Unity, but you know, it's... I think that's that's what I'm more leaning towards. <laughs> there are a lot of shitty hey, games. On... The Unreal. Ever since Unreal or well, Epic uh, loosened up on their Unreal licensing shit, where you can basically use the engine for free, like. I know you don't you don't watch a lot of like shitty game let's players. I don't think no. Um, yeah, I I do. I am that's a like... shitty game let's player. Let's <laughs> um, that's like my main source of entertainment is let's players that just play shitty uh, horror games, and uh, a lot of them are being made on the Unreal Engine now, and it's it's this beautiful testament to exactly what the Unreal Engine has been for the last, like, well, ever since the 360, pretty much, which is really, really pretty games that have zero substance to them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's not to say that all of them are like that, but, God, there are so many Unreal Engine games that are like, look at how beautiful our graphics are. Play this four-hour game. So it's Pay $60 for it. Okay, so it's Final Fantasy Thirteen. Got it. Uh... (laughs) What? Because it was really pretty, but it was a shit game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like That's kind of what Unreal Engine has become for me anymore, with indie games at the very least. So we had some good news there. Installation 01, good news. Let's end this podcast with even better news. Yeah. Uh, Starbreeze. Now, who is Starbreeze? Do you know? Starbreeze. They are the company that made the Chronicles of Riddick games and also the Darkness, the original, the Darkness. I believe. I don't uh, think they did now, the second so, one. So they they're the ones who did uh, uh, the the song about love. Uh yeah, yeah, okay. those guys. Oh okay. yeah, they're they're also a game dev studio. <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I believe in a thing they, called love. There we go. Yeah. No, they make, um, they make, uh, well, obviously they make payday, but they made the Chronicles of Riddick games. Um, they're just, they were originally a game dev primarily, but now they've kind of turned into a publisher more than anything else. Yeah. Considering I don't think they've really put anything out that was developed in house since like brothers a tale of two sons um oh yeah they public they did uh syndicate oh the, um, the remake yeah that thing i heard it that was, was bad i mean i played part of it because i was going to do a review of it yeah um and it just got it got incredibly frustrating because of bad design but like i don't know like, it seemed like it had some potential but supposedly it was one of those like six hour shooters that well, so the uh, pro- I think the problem it's the the problem with Syndicate was the same problem that people had with that uh the first view of that XCOM game that came out. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't uh the original game, so everyone got butt hurt. Yeah, it um, wasn't like well, it, it was it even... was like 
uh well the XCOM game that actually came out that i can't remember the name of anymore that was the third person shooter and it was awful supposedly yeah i heard it was pretty bad like just not even for a third person shooter it wasn't very well made yeah. um and then they have XCOM and XCOM 2 and apparently those are supposed to be great so i the original's I, just the one of the best strategy games i've ever played well yeah yeah i i, I don't doubt it i have i <laughs> played it like when it first came out a little bit but yeah. i don't really have enough gameplay to make a, a statement about that but uh now going into that starbreeze is the parent company to overkill software mm-hmm. and there's somebody who owned payday th- pay- the payday license that wasn't overkill uh yeah that was uh 505 games okay was the original publisher um of i i don't i don't think that they were oh wait is that what is 505 games what the playstation company turned into yeah 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 okay that's why because i was like wait a minute they're the guy that like because the original payday was published by playstation online entertainment or sony online Uh, yeah soe because i know because uh that game actually came out when i was working at uh, another website and I was the PR manager there, and I was able to acquire uh, the uh, release codes for that and have somebody review it on the site. So that was nice. Oh, I I guess no, they're they're not what Sony Online Entertainment turned into. They're just no, that was Daybreak. That's Daybreak. Yeah, you're right. No, no, these guys are just uh, five hundred five. They publish Terraria. Uh, uh, they published Cooking Mama. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, they they've published a lot of things. Like that's a really kinda... that's a really weird demographic. All right, we got Cooking Mama over here. We got Terraria, and we have Murder Simulator right here. Yeah. Oh, they published uh, they published a couple of the Armored Core games. Oh, uh, Armored Core was made by From Software though. Yep, they're they're they're, uh, they're a publisher, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they brought it over here and gave them money to translate and shit. And the Bible game, the what? It's a game called the Bible game. It is aimed at Christians and is family friendly, with trivia questions related to the Old Testament. How much money is the Bible game? Like, how much does it cost? Yeah, and how much money would it take for me to get you to do a video on the Bible game? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a PS2 game, so you can download it for free off of uh, any elite website out there. Oh, okay. Good. We might have to to do this. We might have to have a Let's Play. (laughs) That's not the only Christian game that they've ever published, either. They also published the Holy Bible on Game Boy Advance. That's uh, crazy. Aroa? Yeah. Um, how do you feel about playing Bible games? Um, I mean they're awful typically. That'll so. be fun. Um, anyway, so the the point yeah, of the story right now. Got a well, lot of shovelware. Yeah. Go on. What we're trying to say right now is that uh five five oh five studios or whatever it's called, five oh five games, 
uh, has basically they've had all of their shares bought from Starbreeze, which gives Starbreeze and Overkill the rights to the payday name. And so that's good because now the, the game makers actually own the game, basically. Mm-hmm. And they have said two things, which are very good. The first thing that is very good is Payday 3 is being an, uh, has been announced. Uh, which I know that Aroa and I are probably going to buy that day one. Because um, I probably will because I'm stupid. I, I don't want to, but the other part of the story kind of makes me look look to that. Yeah, so. th- and that's yeah. The other part of the story is saying, "Hey, because uh, a little bit of backstory. I think we reported on it before. Uh, Payday Two had a lot of drama. Of what was it a year ago when they decided that they were going to put in microtransactions when." they had said from the beginning that they would never put in microtransactions. Now, they had already basically had microtransactions because of all the friggin' DLC that they released. Uh-huh. And that kind of was worried, made me wary anyway, because Payday 2 was $30, I believe, or $40. And you would end up then having, you know, like at least 60 or $70 in DLC. Uh, according to this article, uh, there is over $140 worth of DLC now Yeah, uh, on Steam. Uh, and and you, actually, don't have to, me... you don't have to get all of it, but, uh, you know, in my opinion, you should just be able to pay 60 or $70 for a game and have the full game and not have to buy $140 of DLC to be able to play the whole game. Um, yeah, the, the big problem that... It, it, that that is wrong with payday two is that they started out and they were basically putting out one dlc maybe every every few months and it was a substantial addition to the game and right. like normally that's not such a big deal but now they've almost turned it into like a league of legends level of all of these alternate characters and on their own, that's not such a problem, but they also all include what's known as perk decks and perk decks change the game. They make your characters better. Right. Right. Uh, Like, so you, you not only have to buy the character, for if if you just if you want it but you're incentivized to buy the character because otherwise you actually have a competitive disadvantage right at that point because there are some characters that actually have really good perk decks and there there are like some weapon packs in here that are like their weapons are ridiculous um and then you also have stuff like uh certain heists where you can't play them, or at least you can't play them with your friends unless at least one of you buys them. And like it's 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 dumb. Like the the heist's not such a big deal, I guess, because it's kind of just the idea of well, if you want the content, you gotta pay for it. Right. Even though it's bullshit that you know they they've added so much content after release that is all pay for. But 
the character packs break the game. Like right. objectively, they break they break and ruin the game because uh, this was a problem even going back whenever we still played Payday on a regular basis, uh, where people on like Reddit and whatnot would come on and complain because you could join um, uh, a somebody's game and they'd go, "Do you have this character or do you have this this perk deck?" Then if you don't, they would kick you from the game. Yeah. You know, it's it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's so. uh I had that in in Final Fantasy 11, which is an MMO. And I had just got to max level. Didn't have much, you know, I had decent equipment, but I didn't have great equipment. And I went to go join a party and somebody's like, "Oh, you have shit gear." And I'm like, "Yeah, I just got to level 75." And he's like, "Well, you should have you should have this item and this item. And I was like, okay, the first item you listed was from uh, Sky, which takes about a year to get to. And then the other item is from C, which again, takes another year to get to. So uh, go fuck yourself. How's that? And if anyone has played Final Fantasy XI, I know that Sky and C do not take a year to get to. Shut up. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, what what the good part of this story is that they have dropped microtransactions from yes. within the game. So all, that all, all, the all of fucking... that, all of that to roll around to they've taken away microtransactions, which is why we don't play the game anymore. Yeah, like the microtransactions were basically the final straw for me, where I was like, nah, that's it. They are blatantly taking advantage of their community at this point. Like, right. you already want me to pay more than three times the cost of the game to continue playing because at this time they didn't have as mu- at that time they didn't have as much dlc out there right. but you already want me to buy the game three more fucking times and now you're going to say that there are going to be drops in the game that you can only open by paying money and it's not these are not like counter-strike drops where they're just weapon skins these are weapons like yeah. that that are that are slightly different where their stats are modded that they they work better they do something their stats are better and that's fucking bullshit that's the worst kind of microtransaction well and um, when this happened too people were bitching about microtransactions they're like whoa, whoa 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 we already pay for the DLC we already do this and this and this mm-hmm. and you want us to do this on top of what we're already giving you and the company went, came back and we're like yeah basically that's what yeah yeah they they their excuse was that it's the only way that they could afford to continue working on the game as long as they wanted to and look i'm sorry but if if your player base is already obviously willing to pay for dlc after dlc after dlc then for fuck's sake at the very least be like okay look guys we either need to implement microtransactions or raise the cost of future dlc and then let your community decide on that. Right. If you're actually hurting for money, don't backstab this community that you have built up over years of of goodwill and honestly pretty good PR. Maybe not pay all the money for the license to John Wick. I don't know. I mean, I thought that I was. Th- I thought that. Was I don't cool, think that. But... I don't think that that was necessarily just them like paying for that. I think it was kind of like a joint marketing deal, yeah. Because uh, they did they did the same thing with that uh, with the fucking the first person action movie that came out recently. Um, uh, that I can't think of the name. I, of. I don't know, man. 
Oh, it was really cool looking, and I, I wish I could have seen it in the theaters, but it's it's out by now. Um, but yeah, they did the same thing with that, and I think it was kind of a joint marketing venture where I, I'm I'm sure money went one way or the other, but I'm not sure which way. Uh, but in any case, um, the only other big thing in this article that I would like to mention is that the 100th update came out. Yes. And oh my God, it's so good. It's good? Uh, yes. Why? Um, the primary complaint that I have had with the game from day one was that the skill trees are shit. The whole design of them was bad because essentially you were forced to take on skills that had nothing to do with what you were going for in the skill tree thing. Um, It's a similar problem that uh, uh, fucking Borderlands had. Yeah. Um, So their solution was to break them down even further so that you have you have four main skill trees or no five you have five skill trees and then you have three skill trees within those skill trees that can all be uh used independently and like it, they're split up into play styles so that you can only you can choose to only pick up the skills that are actually useful to you oh. and it's such it's such a good update like it fixed pretty much every complaint that I had about the way that the skill tree system worked. So and then they also, so, so may I interrupt what you're saying is we should play that. <sighs> the, <laughs> I mean, the only problem I have with it is just that, you know, we're not going to have any of the DLC and I, I mean, I'd be okay with playing it again. It's just that we don't have any of the DLC, so like we do, we do be... have DLC. We just don't have all the DLC. Yeah, we would have to play with randoms. Is basically what I'm getting at because the one cool thing that I will say they've kept up is that if the the person hosting is the only one that actually has to own any of the heists, which is good. Yeah, that's something really nice that they carried over from Payday One. Yeah, uh, which by the way had I think one paid dlc maybe two um anyway uh yeah so we would have to play with randoms at that point um but the skill tree thing is just it makes the game so so much better it gives huge buffs to skills that like were useless basically um it replaced some skills entirely but like now it's a it's a, almost a completely different game from the time that we stopped playing it. Yeah. So, um, but uh, e- oh, sorry, I was even. Ask, the, I was gonna ask about Payday Three. Does there do they have an announce? Like, did you read them having like a time frame for when it's being released, or is it just like we're making it? They're making it, or it's going to happen. Is all that this says? Uh, they have previously stated that. Uh, well, it says in here. Uh, they're going to continue updating Payday 2 for at least another 18 months, basically saying that it's until the end of 2017. So Payday 3, maybe like mid-2017, 
uh, or maybe early 2018, but I'm looking at probably like mid 2017, the release payday three so they can give their players a transitionary period to where maybe maybe to, to kind of wait and see how payday three is before all of the player base jumps ship. Because, uh, I mean, there are still people that play the original Payday, the heist even, because it was a very different game. Yeah, so I, I, could, I, I could I, see them. I think Payday 2 was a lot better. In many ways. In uh, some ways, eh. But they're just, they're almost, they're almost, like, unrecognizable between the two. Like, the amount of changes that they made in, in between the two games and the and the systems that are totally non-equivalent, like... It's yeah. yeah, like like the original was like Left for Dead, and Payday Two is its own game, it, it just in its own right. Yeah, I could definitely see um, Payday Three just being an updated version of Payday Two, though. I hope not. What I the main thing that I think a lot of people want is a versus mode. I, I think that's that's the main thing. Like a PvP type thing. Like a cops versus robbers kind oh, of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I think that that's I think that's the main thing that they could add. I posted on the Payday the Heist Reddit one time my concept for an added game mode, which was basically that uh, one of you plays as the oh, uh, somebody like a fifth player plays as the mastermind. As in, in the game world, you'd be basically the equivalent of Bane. Yeah, you're the yeah. guy that watches the cameras. Uh, that like you're a, you're a hacker that's backing them up. You see when the cops are coming, you let them know when the cops are coming and where they're coming from. You tell them, you give them updates on the objective. You can see the cameras. You can shut down security in certain areas, stuff like that. I think that would be a really cool way if they were if they don't want to do PvP to add into the PvE thing without just, you know, updating Payday 2 essentially. Like I there there's the game on Steam that came out a few months ago called Clandestine that plays on that mechanic where one player is a third person shooter stealth character and the other person is the movie style hacker that you know, goes into the cameras and and triggers alarms to distract guards and or shuts down alarms. Yeah, and, and stuff like that. Like, I think that would be a really cool thing, and I really hope Payday Three implements something, either whether it's cops versus robbers or something like that. I think either one would be amazing. Well, hopefully they'll do something. Uh, I think that they'll most likely at least keep. The the gameplay will be similar, even if they implement PvP and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I'm 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 hoping that they make the stealth system not garbage. Uh yeah, I <laughs> I I find it funny how many people don't do stealth at all in that game. I had well a, yeah, I had a friend who we were playing with him, and we're I think you might have been in the party too, but I don't I don't know. Maybe it was just a couple of my other friends. And we were doing the nightclub heist. Which you go in, you stealth it. It's pretty easy, to be honest. And it, it usually is. It can be. So so we're walking in, and you know, all three of us are walking in our tuxes. And then my friend Eddie goes in, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Eddie? He's like, I'm doing the heist. And we go in, and he's wearing, like, full-on, like, 
the highest level of body armor you can get. And he just walks in and instantly triggers the the people to start shooting at you. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, all my friends and I just wander. We just go in and shoot things. I'm like, that's a that's a terrible idea. Uh, it's not a terrible idea necessarily, but like everybody's got to be prepped for it. Yeah, because what we used to do um, was that me and one of my other friends would be the uh, the tanky guys. And then we'd have two other guys go in to do the stealth side of things. And then if they fucked up, we went in for backup. Yeah. Um, but, but we got it down. Yeah. We got quite a few of them down where we could just stealth the entire thing. Like banks. We could do banks on the hardest difficulty and not be seen. Oh, well, yeah. We we worked that out. Just even even me and you. Like, yeah, we could do we could do the uh, we couldn't do Big Bank. No, because no, I think but, I, but <laughs> I think I, I completed Big Bank one time ever. I beat it in under twelve minutes. Well, yeah, you were you were like broken, weren't you? <laughs> it was completely broken. It was amazing. Like no one, it was Connor and me, and no one could see us. For some reason, yeah. it was broken, and so we just we went in, and then like we phased through the doors. For some reason, I don't know why. Hmm. And we just went in there, and instead of having to open all of the, uh, um, all of the safes or anything, all the safes, every single one of them was already open with the money out and the gold out. So we would literally just pick up the money and take it, and to the van and just drop it in, and then go back, and we just kept doing it. And we, I was like, let's do that again. So I think we did it three times or something like that before it start. It like fixed itself. Hmm. It was, uh, I don't know how we did it or what happened in that particular moment, but yeah, I got the achievement for beating Big Bank in under twelve minutes. So that's pretty awesome. Anyway, yeah. uh, we should end this. Um. Unless yeah. there's something else you want to talk about. Uh, I did want to say, uh, and this is completely in a, just off the wall here, I'm on Starbreeze's website, and they have a little thing where you can look at all the games that they published, and they have buttons where you can sort them by the platform that they were released on, filter them. Yeah. Uh, so I was jumping through, and I was like, uh, oh, they have games on GameCube. Oh, it's just one game. I was like, what do they have on PC? Like, like, what do they have listed on here? And then I noticed the darkness is listed on PC. Oh, yeah? But that's not true. It's not? No. The original The Darkness was never released on PC. I know The Darkness 2 was. Yeah. The original The Darkness, in my honest opinion, is better than The Darkness 2. Yeah, the first post for the Darkness PC was, uh, why was the Darkness never released on PC? Yeah. So I don't know why they have it listed as a PC game on their website. It's when very strange. They must, so a couple of things. Maybe they had made it for the PC, but it never got released, or they're going to release it on Steam. If they do release it on Steam... Um, 
I I will buy it day one. Like I will I will be giddy with joy because it's one of my favorite games ever. Oh, I've never played it, so it's oh it's so fucking fantastic. Like it's uh I don't even like it, it maybe it's it, it's partially, you know, nostalgia goggles. Was oh, fucking... oh, you lied to me. Hmm? You played Earth or you played Earthbound. You played uh Undertale. What do you mean? And that's last week you played Undertale. I didn't play that last week. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. That footage is from March. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> you and your shitty editing practices. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because Katie was like, oh, you could play more Undertale, but you want to record that. And I was like, Katie, I haven't played Undertale since March. She was <laughs> like, you just uploaded a Let's Play of it. No, I didn't. I Well, I just uploaded it because I just edited it. Footage from March. <laughs> Game is really good, though. So you know what you can do? You can follow me at Reeton on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. That's my Twitch account. Uh, I will be, not this next week, but hopefully the week after, every Wednesday at 5 to 8 Pacific time, I will be yeah. streaming on the Green Man Gaming Stream Team uh, Twitch page. Ooh! <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm kind of locked in on that. Cool. Yeah. Are you actually ex- like happy, or are you just like? That's really hey. cool. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not fucking. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm part of their stream team, and uh, I was talking to them in Discord actually, and. Somebody had mentioned, like, hey, uh, you know, I want to just make sure that this isn't going to be a piece of shit stream, like a like the stream team. Like, I don't I want it to have quality and stuff. And uh, the guy who's heading it up was like, yeah, yeah, I understand that Um, we're going to demand, you know, a level of quality from all of our streamers. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's like, hey, I was like, you know, do I have to make a highlight video or or whatever and he's like well just send me your last broadcast and i'll see if it's good enough and so (laughs) i was like okay so i sent it to him and he's like i was like don't worry you know if i'm doing the green man gaming one i'll tone down the cursing and he's like i don't give a shit like okay good (laughs) so he looked through it and he's like yeah yeah that's good so my quality isn't bad apparently and i wonder if i man that's it's really crazy yeah. Like, I don't know, not to, not to shit on your quality, but I don't know. I would, I would think that like they'd want somebody that, I don't know, does more marketing bullshit or something. I don't fucking know. Like what's their, what's their minimum grade for quality is kind of, well, yeah. You know what? Nah, now that I think about it, there is a Twitter called bad Twitch uh, layouts that are like, uh, yeah, we looked through that, but, um, webcam pointed at a tv kind of thing yeah yeah i am uh pretty excited for that that'll both increase uh they want what they're wanting is to have somebody at least somebody on every day um so like when somebody ends their stream like i would start my stream 
Yeah. And, and so they want somebody on at least have the stream up for Green Man Gaming, I think six hours or 12 hours a day, um, possibly more. And so I'm pretty excited for that because it's going to A, it's going to help Green Man Gaming hopefully get more uh, attention to them. They have 20 or 30,000 uh, followers. You can look that up if you want and give me an exact number. I'm telling you to look it up and give me an exact oh. number. <laughs> uh, uh, green. green Man Gaming Twitch. Uh, and it, it's going to help me because hopefully it'll increase my brand a little bit. Um, there's some people on there that on the uh, Green Man Gaming Twitch team, like one of them actually makes a living doing uh, Twitch. So... Uh, you know, we're trying to work that out. You can also uh, follow a. Oh, you can follow me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Reeton or Nathan Spruth, I think. Uh, you can follow Aroa. His Twitch is Aroa, at Aroa. His. Nope. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant to say Twitter is at Aroa. Twitch is <laughs> Aroa1337. I actually <laughs> thought I was saying Twitter for some reason, but I said Twitch. Yeah, I, I realized what you did whenever you said at Aroa. Yeah, yeah. And then YouTube is uh, youtube.com forward slash Aroa. Um, 1337. 1337. And god damn it. I I had it so good for like a month. Um, Green Man Gaming has 10,046 followers. That's not bad. More than it's a little bit. It's a little bit. It's just a few. Hey, I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't even know that you know that that whole thing exists so yeah they don't really have it listed on their site or anything um i am uh, it's I, it's down at the very bottom oh it is oh okay they need to put it up at the top or something they need to kind of have it highlighted i would think yeah um, if if they want people to care yeah uh i am pretty excited for that i'm pretty excited to uh, kind of increase my branding and hopefully get some more followers off of that. Uh, I would encourage Aroa to become an affiliate with Green Man Gaming. What do you uh, mean? You can like... get you can get an affiliate link and actually make money off people. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's easy. And then once you do that, then you can join the stream team if you actually wanted to continue to do that. That would be pretty cool. But, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you could play Undertale on there. I could. Yeah, because uh, the one caveat with Green Man Gaming is you have to play games that are sold by Green Man Gaming, which makes sense. Mm. Uh, Undertale, I believe, is sold by Green Man Gaming. Uh, Overwatch, if it's Overwatch, Overwatch is, would not be. No, no, no. So Overwatch is sold by Green Man Gaming, but not in the United States. But that counts. Huh. As long as it's sold somewhere in the world by Green Man Gaming. Interesting. Yeah. So Undertale is not on Green Man Gaming. By oh, the way. it's not? Oh, no. Lame. It's probably on G2A, but... Uh, I can play Battleborn. That's true. You can play Battleborn. Wait, they sell Battleborn? Yep. Oh, Battleborn is... is uh, for, That's, uh... for some reason, I was thinking Bloodborne. No, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Battleborn is 2K. Oh, and that's the bad one. It doesn't even look that bad. It's just that no one cares because, <laughs> because <laughs> fucking, <laughs> yeah, that's really all it is. Like they released it at the worst possible time. Yeah, it's 
it's always bad. So one last thing I want to talk about. I know we already hoard my Twitch and everything, yes. but uh, and no one's gonna listen to the end anyway, so I don't really care. Um, no, no, they all left like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> they were here. If that, yeah, they're <laughs> like, oh, this is shitty music. Um, you know how Brock Lesnar assigned it to the WWE? Who? Brock Lesnar. Uh, former UFC champion. Big, uh, big, big I've heard mother- his name. Big motherfucker. So, uh, he's fighting at UFC 200. All right. Uh, that's really rare that they would for somebody to go back to UFC after going to WWE. No, no, for somebody who is currently in a contract with WWE to go and fight at UFC. Did uh, they not allow that with uh, uh, You Can't See Me? They have not allowed that with anyone. Huh. They they generally lock down their performers so that they can't wrestle in indies. They can't uh, appear in other promotions. Um, if you want to do an interview with them, you have to go through WWE's, WWE's HR department first. Like... You, it's everything is locked down when you're with WWE. So it's really rare that they're going to actually allow Brock Lesnar to go face somebody at UFC 200. I don't know. Yeah. Appar- apparently you don't care. So, Hey, if you want something that you don't care about, they're considering cross-examining a, a parrot in a murder case because the, the parrot keeps uh, saying... Uh, shit like, no, get away from me. Put down that knife. Oh. Uh. <laughs> but... I'm not joking. I know. I know you're not. That's why my brain hurts. <laughs> like, on an actual news station, this attorney is saying, we may have to cross-examine a parrot. Uh, what was the attorney? Was the attorney like holding his face, like we might, uh, we might have to cross-examine a parrot, and uh... it's just it's just this picture, <laughs> and, and the, at the bottom of the screen, it's did a parrot witness a murder? Joey Jackson, criminal defense attorney. And... That that is amazing. Anyway, uh, follow us on all the thing, all the medias of socialness, and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Yep, something. Uh... Oh, Wait. next next week our guest is going to be the parrot that saw the murder. <laughs> I was I got I had this week confused with next week. Uh, the next week we're actually going to have something else to talk about because WWDC is next Monday. Ooh, ooh, Scooby Roo! Wait, oh, and E three is coming up too. Yeah, sometime. And we're gonna have to do like a three hour podcast on that one. Probably would be like, hey, you guys see sequel, sequel four? Yeah, it looks exciting. Sequel four. Yeah, sequel, sequel to sequel, sequel, sequel. And bye. Bye, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Week.